Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. friends fellow arrow viewers another sob inducing episode (laughs) it's like becoming worse than this is us (laughs) it's really like parenthood every week now where you're just like i just can't watch this anymore because my soul i'd like to not cry please can't handle (laughs) the feels I just really don't feel like they expect they the goal is to not have any viewers left for the finale. They're just trying to murder everybody. Sounds Between like Quentin dying eighty times last week, it's like come on guys, and then Oliver <laughs> saying his goodbyes this week. Fuck you, Arrow. Seriously. But like, isn't Dig gonna be in the crossover? At least I'm so little? confused about Dig. I don't understand. Why would he say goodbye to him now? I don't think he is. And that's the thing. I don't think he is. Because. I'm so confused. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, Diggle, my bro, can you take my kids back to 2040? And it was such a ludicrous request because it's like, okay, they didn't, like, show up here by themselves. The monitor brought them here. So how is Diggle going to time travel them back? Whatever. And then Diggle's like, yeah, sure. We no hand wave all the nonsense. Right. And then, <laughs> like, whatever. Whatever. And I was like, wait, aren't we sticking around? Because it, it's they had Mia say goodbye to Oliver last because Lila shows up at the end and she's like, hey, the crisis starts now. And I think they're going to like zap Mia to like Earth 38 or wherever they're going to make their stand or whatever. Mm. Is that Supergirl's planet? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I lost track of numbers here. I think 38 is Supergirl's planet, so. Somebody's sounds oddly Either Batwoman so or be. Black Lightning or Supergirl. <sighs> yeah, so they are on Lee and you. And it's and I gotta say, Oliver is pretty funny because Oliver is like accepted I'm gonna die. Oliver is really funny because he's I've accepted I'm gonna die, Oliver, but this is also a lot of nonsense. <laughs> They're like, hey, Marno Vu's the bad guy. And he's like, no, he's not. And Diggle's like, what the hell, man? What's with the 180? And Oliver's like, so <laughs> I was put into an alternate universe. I was in an alternate reality in which I learned a lesson that I'm going to die and Marno Vu is a good person. <laughs> and then Lila's like, hey, we're back on Lee and you because we got to build this weapon. And the weapon was her. Yeah. And Oliver's <laughs> like, and Oliver's like, is that why it's green? Why is it green? It was hilarious. And I can't remember her answer for that. I feel like there was like a lot of like, oh, and then like there was some kind of like energy force that brought dead people back to life. And they were trying to stop Oliver from making this weapon. So they brought, f- all this means, it's so stupid. All of it means is they came up for another reason for a guest star. For this week, it was Friars and... Um, Yao Fei 
and Yao Fei started calling Oliver an idiot within 30 seconds. It was the yeah. best. Yao Fei has Yao always Fei. had his number. <laughs> like, you fool! I'm like, yes. We need some you fool, Oliver. And then... Yeah, so William has to build the weapon because he's basically filling Felicity. Yeah. Okay. Which, you know, that's fine. And then, um, what else happens? Oh, rando characters, Renee and Dinah, were a part of this week's episode. Like, why? I don't know. Uh, I think the main point was to fly Roy to Lian Yu. So it could lose Dinah can fly, by the way. But here's the thing. I feel like they they hired on Dinah and Renee for the new season, right? And they're like, but we don't have anything to do with them, so we're just going to stick them in the episode, and they'll be there, so it counts, but we really have nothing going with them. That's 100% true. Okay. That's exactly that's, what exa- that's how I've been reading it, just based on my timeline. So that is a fair and accurate description of their character arcs in season eight. Excellent. Wonderful. They don't have one. I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> so like, Friar shoots the plane out of sky, and what's really funny is, uh, l- uh, they have the plutonium that Diggle got from last week because I guess they need plutonium to build the weapon, and then they shoot plutonium out of the sky, and it's okay. That seems dangerous. It's a, it was like, this feels like a safety hazard, but it was fine. Plutonium just plummets to the ground in a fiery blaze, and it's fine. Like, okay. It's, um, it's shelf-stable plutonium. The whole reason why they shot down the plane is so Roy finally loses his arm. Because, I mean, like, I guess his comic book character does yeah. not have an or loses one of his arms. Well, it's like they wanted to do this in season one, right? But they're like, we well, can't yeah. do it because the CGI just yes, the budget wasn't exactly. enough. So we'll they don't do have the, the money for end. robo arm. We'll do it at the very <laughs> end when we don't need to like use Roy, but like in Actually, maybe one more episode. Right. Pretty much. That's exactly what they did. Wow. But like, I just was like, oh, he's just going to like lose his arm in the plane crash. No. Connor cuts it off with a sword. Wow. That's it crazy. was hardcore because his arm is stuck under shrapnel. It was a lot like, I feel like they watched the Grey's Anatomy plane crash episode. <laughs> it was a lot like that. Um, and I don't know. I think like there was fire starting and he was going to explode or something. And Connor's like, we're going to have to cut it off. And Diggle was like, we're not cutting anything off. And Lila's like, do you know how to cut off an arm, son? <laughs> He's like, sure I do. He's like, she's like, Lila's like, go for it. I got shit to do. Um, (laughs) I love Lila. (laughs) She's the absolute best this season. Oh, I love her. She was great in this episode, too. Um, And so, like, Roy's like, just fucking cut it off, guys, because, you know, what my comic book character it's my it's my destiny (laughs) my destiny comicbook.com oh and then they're like he's like am i gonna feel it and connor's like well yeah since you lost feeling in your arm maybe not so much but also that's probably a lie and this is gonna be really painful and it was so sweet because diggle takes roy's hand he's like i'm here with you i'm here with you so they look made, at like, me. a whole-ass deal out of it, huh? It was, like, it was so <laughs> hardcore! And then, like, it's not like Connor's just, like, like, I'm just gonna saw a Trump. little bit. He, like, it's, like, bonsai chop time! It was, like, crazy! And he was all, like, ah! <laughs> I was just like, this is so traumatizing. 
goodbye to Roy. It was interesting the order that Oliver says goodbye. Okay, so he tells the kids, hey, BTW, I've accepted I'm going to die, and there's nothing I can do about it. And it's really sad, and Oliver cries. And then I cried. And William's like, well, that sucks. Mia just gets pissed because that's... That's how Mia does. That's mini (laughs) Mia, mini Oliver. Well, you know, I said last week... I was like, you know, anger is an interesting feeling. And we've gone, we did a fair amount of anger with Mia at Felicity. And she was pretty pissed at Oliver in season seven. So now that she's in front of Oliver, I was like, we've really done anger pretty much the whole time she's been here. And I was saying in my last review, like, we, we need to tread carefully. I, I totally understand why Mia is angry. Essentially, Mia is Oliver 12, you know, eight years ago. And she's, she defaults to anger because it builds this nice wall up. And she doesn't want to let that wall down because then it's going to be the flood of feels and it's going to hurt and she doesn't want to hurt. So it's just, it's a natural defense mechanism, which totally makes sense. Okay. My problem was the things that they're having her be angry about don't fully make sense. (laughs) Like her being mad at Oliver for not growing up with William. That's not actually his fault. (laughs) He had nothing to do with that decision. Not that I'm blaming Felicity, just because it's a ludicrous plot point, which we'll discuss that later. Um, so I was just kind of like, you know, the whole I'm mad at my dad for saving the universe thing. That's pretty dumb. I get it. But also he saved the universe, <laughs> which is a fairly good excuse for leaving your family. I mean, if family. you're going to have any excuse for leaving your family, I feel like that's the one. That's a really good yeah, one. That's, that's and... the only one that's excusable, really. Right. And like, I just was kind of like, could the kids, by the time I got to Russia, I was like, the kids have got to start easing up on him, you know? Because I said, the problem with this is this ridiculous, I didn't get to grow up with my brother has threads of the season four breakup where it makes absolutely no sense why Felicity didn't go back for William. It's like, it makes absolutely no sense why Oliver lied to Felicity. (laughs) Like, if you actually start drilling down... The whole thing is a stack of cards and it just collapses. So my problem when when Arrow writes shitty storylines is I would prefer if they just ignored them <laughs> rather than use them as the foundation to prop other storylines because it's a poor foundation. So they keep throwing this William and I didn't grow up together at Oliver. And I'm like, because... They wanted to keep Mia's identity a surprise, and it's just stupid. It is. They, they that's, wrote themselves into a little corner. Right. And now the corner like, is becoming it It's obvious. a terrible storyline. It does not. Ugh. Stop having to be pissed about it because it just makes her look bad. And then we were starting. I was like, I'm starting to kind of feel last week. We are starting to, like, dip our toe into the Laurel Lance angry blame pool, which is a bad place to go so I was like they really need to start moving Mia down the road here of acceptance and forgiveness and I love my daddy which they did this week so I was very happy so William's all like hey why are you so mad at him because he's gonna die and Mia's like well why aren't you mad at him like she's just ticked that William is just like accepting this which 
yeah, you know, that's a fair reaction. She's like, hey, dude, how, where's the fight? You know, we're not going to let this happen. And I love William. I just love him so fucking much. He's just the best because what made me really happy is he brought up that scene with Felicity. Remember when she sat him down in the bunker mm-hmm. and was explaining what it means to love a hero and the sacrifice that that requires. And to me, it's probably one of, if not the most important scene in the show because it explains the emotional component of the show. It explains Oliver and Felicity's relationship, which is the foundation of the show. It explains how you, how they choose this life and still choose to have a family, you know? And William just tells uh, Mia, he's like, yeah, you know, I spent a lot of time being angry and pushing him away when I was younger because I didn't think I could ever lose him. Um, But essentially he says, you know, but Felicity sat me down in that bunker and showed me what he does. And this is, this is it that, that, you know, time is precious because we can lose him. You know, and he's just like, I'm not going to. Uh-oh, here she goes. See, here, here I go. Uh, <laughs> it's starting already. Just like anyone who's a watch over regular listener, this is going to be me. <coughs> from here from on out. now. Yeah. Here on out. Until 8.10. And then probably and then going after that, forward. Yeah, and after that, like I'm just going to continually sob any time I talk about Arrow. <laughs> and he said, I'm not going to waste the time I have left with him being angry Which, honestly emotionally mature response yes very but adult response. also well William is more of an adult than mia is well and that's what i've that's what i like what they've done with mia um they very much have adult william fully formed adult william gets it yeah. um mia is still very much a child well, i mean she's only 20. she's only 20 and she was isolated for her whole life so her right. emotional maturity is probably more around like 15. You know, yeah. she, and you know, if you really look at it from a reflective standpoint, you're like 100% a 15-year-old and reaction. Remember when Harry <laughs> Potter was 15? It was book five, Order of the Phoenix. He was oh, like Mr. Was. Angsty Teenager the whole fucking book. <laughs> the whole time. And you're like, my God, why is he like this? Oh, because he's 15. You know, it's he's just. 15. And yeah. that's what Mia is now. She may look like she's 20, but she's 15. Okay. And so right. she's reacting. Well, and I like that they've done teenager. that with her because, you know, it shows that she still has so much to learn, not just physically, but emotionally right. from all of her. And I think that if if the future does get changed, if she does get to grow up with William and have a little bit more of a, an exposed childhood upbringing, then, you know, maybe when we see her in the spinoff, she will be a little bit more emotionally mature and... Yeah. Better able to I agree. process. Well, I, yeah, I mean, we can just get into that now. Because, um, so Oliver tells Diggle, hey, when you get back to town, find Felicity. It's, it's like he was like, oh, track down Felicity. I'm like, you, know you mean the you cabin you is. stuck her in for 20 Why years? I mean, no sure she is, asshole. <laughs> I'm sure she could use. Motherfuckers, don't even kill so you didn't Somebody have to kill her. baby while she takes a shower or something. <laughs> I'm not angry. This is the anger. I don't understand this show. Anyways, it's like, I wonder where she, she is. She could be anywhere. Yeah, at home. So like, if you think about her. it, she's breastfeeding 
asshole. That's what she's doing. She's changing your kids' dirty diapers while you go wander around the world. You know. We're not bitter. I'm not no, angry about the situation. We're totally fine <laughs> with Emily it. Emily leaving. It's I don't, okay. I don't have any problems with it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, and so he tells Diggle, hey, tell Felicity I don't want the kids kept apart, that I want them to grow up together. Okay. So... If you're a person like me who hated that plot point, you cheered and screamed and swore expressive curse words very loudly because hot fucking damn, y'all, it's changing now. It's changing, but it, it's it's one of those things that, and I've seen some concern, and it's like, yes, on the one hand, I'm like, good, they should grow up together. On the other hand, I'm like, it really depends on how they handle this, like, well, yeah, I agree. It's, it's a little dicey. It's a little well, dicey. so here's the thing. The problem with Oliver saying, hey, Diggle, make sure my kids grow up together, is um, they haven't removed any of the reasons why Felicity kept them apart. Well, and I feel like they've forgotten those reasons. Like those reasons and that were contrived in season seven and then completely right. forgotten in season eight. And they don't remember that <laughs> Felicity's in hiding and... Why they kept Mia off the grid because there's like uh, Amico's evil people are tracking her down or whatever. They've just forgotten about Amico. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Like it didn't happen. It's fine. We're just moving past. You're like, it. okay, whatever. Um, I do feel that this, what they're doing now, I 100% feel is based off fan reaction for season seven. Really? You think this is like a I last do. minute change? I don't feel like it's a last minute change. I feel like when they were plotting out eight, they had enough uh, reaction from fans where we were like, everything in the future is awful and we hate it. And Beth likes dark. But you like, know? come on, but Beth. I, but like, <laughs> Beth, come on. Right. And she's like, okay, maybe I went a little too far. And I do feel like they're ch- they're tweaking it. I think that they had to tweak the uh, the spinoff anyways because we're throwing canaries at it. Which, by the way, I have a hilarious canary story. Um, and so they're like, okay, we'll tweak some stuff. I don't think it's going to be all sunshine and roses. But I think we're going to get different versions of the characters we've already um, bonded with. Um, I don't think they're going to be completely different. I think it's just going to be like we've tweaked some stuff. I think like William and Mia will have grown up together, which when you look at it um, right now, they're very bonded. They're they're a team within a team. They haven't. It's the whole we haven't grown up together thing is a factor, but it, it it's not like it's it's like it's precluding them from being brother and sister. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so when we transfer that to the spinoff and it's like, oh, well, we grew up together, it's going to be more of the same dynamic, I feel. It's just the history part has changed. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, and I don't really care if it makes sense to change it or not. I just want it changed because I think it's stupid. And the it entire reason why stupid. they had them separated was to keep Catherine McNamara's character a secret and to have the big shocker. Oh, I'm Felicity's daughter. And it's like, okay, cool. We got that. Now fucking fix it. So they got to do it. They got to do this big shock. And now they're going to fix. Because that was the whole thing everyone was saying last year. Because we're like, she has to be Felicity's kid. They're like, no. Because why doesn't William know her? And that's what they were banking on, that that would be the one thing that would keep everybody from believing and figuring out that Mia was Elicity's kid. And it worked for a lot of people. It really worked. Even you and I were like, "Eh, 
doesn't make a lot of sense. And when we were like, if he doesn't know her, that's not good. It doesn't yeah. say that good things happen. And you it, know? Was, it was one of those things. It's like, I don't like this thing they're Mm-mm. doing. Mm-hmm. Just for drama's sake. There were a million ways they could have done that. Played it. Mm-hmm. Kept her a secret. And still had them raised together. Like. Right. They could have just rub a couple brain cells together, guys. I know you're writers and <laughs> creative types. You can do this. You, can you do don't it, have you... to automatically reach for the most, the easiest, laziest option every single fucking time. But yet somehow they reach for the easiest fucking laziest option every single time. And it. So I guess my attitude is if this is a lazy, stupid storyline that 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 they created. Let's just fix it the lazy, stupid right, way. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, you're not wrong. It's you're not bad. wrong. So like, I am with everybody on the internet who's saying this makes no sense. Why? Yeah. None of the factors that Felicity had for keeping them apart has changed it's like oh oliver's just We're like just no, gonna forget it okay oh that's why I, I was just keeping them apart because i don't want them no, together and just oh, like, well, just like the it, only so... reason they were raised apart was to keep <sighs> Catherine mcnamara a secret the only reason they're right. bringing them back together now is because it it makes for a warm fuzzy oh look we fixed it see the future we isn't so future. dark you guys were worried it's like and listen we were pr- we were pretty angry last year, guys, about these flash forwards. So it doesn't shock me that some things I mean, are no. tweaked. Something was going to have to change. And I... Well, I mean, it's like this whole concept of the future being shitty. And, okay, I might be wrong. Maybe this is always the plan. <laughs> that the future was shitty without Oliver Queen and then Oliver saves the world and then the future's amazing. I don't know. We'll know when we know. But I'm just saying that I think that they're going about this let's change the future thing and it's good and it's fine. It's going to be fixing small to medium things, but it's not going to be fixing the large thing that everybody I wants mean, fixed, which is all of their is, There will always, until the end of the show, there will always be this little part of me. Like if you look at me as like a pie chart, it's like a 15% slice of the pie chart. There's this little part of me that's like, but maybe they could fix it and Oliver gets to raise his kids. Like, there will always I mean, be that voice in my head. But right. It's like, could. I'm telling myself it's not happening. Yeah. But then there's like, but you're maybe. right. There's like this little voice. There's you're little, like, well, they got the kids to get raised yeah. together. It could happen. It could happen. Maybe, it maybe they're just going to go fucking full sunshine and rainbows. Maybe they drop some acid like, and. They showed that promo from the crisis that had. Like Oliver in season one, Lian Yu Hood. gear hugging Mia. Yep. On Lian Yu. Really, he's like cradling her. And it's like, it and like everybody really was saying, lot. okay, this is him after he died. He went to purgatory. <laughs> Lian Yu. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that. And and she went to go get him, and she's gonna bring him back. And like I'm like maybe Whoa. maybe he gets to come Whoa. back. You know? Whoa. <laughs> like, there's some swerving in that lane. Listen. Where are we going with this? Okay. I will take it. So I do think that brings up an interesting point because you and I were talking about this the other day. You texted me and you're like, hey, like the like the spot that Oliver could be getting dumped in. It's a literal purgatory. Maybe isn't like this medical, <laughs> physical, third level middle ground is Lian Yu. And I was like, oh. Like, I don't think it'll be like Lian Yu 
Um, it'd be it'd be metaphysically in you. Metaphysically <laughs> in you, where it's like he's not he's, trying to run. No, he's death not being chased down by fires and in, in, in purgatory. Right. Just, it's like if you look at Lian Yu as just an island, it's kind of pretty. It's a little cold. He's just. But if you remove the threat of death every day, it's not a bad place to be. Roy hung out there for twenty he's years. He's still there, <laughs> sharpening his arrows and and right. some rabbits. Just camping. He's fine. He camp. He's fine. He's fine. It's what he knows. Hunt some, he's comfortable. Hunt some, maybe he's hunting some bunny. But somebody was all saying, like, what if he's there and he doesn't remember? And no, Mia shows up and she has to remind him, no. like, no, who stop. he is and who she is. Stop. And then that's when he They don't her. have time for that. It's a one-hour <gasps> season finale. <laughs> stop. Jesus. It could happen. Just, with, just when they're on the... Pre- just, no. We're not can, doing the memory. I gotta can, remind... I just watch me do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just I could do yeah. it. It's All right. So what other stuff did Oliver do? No, um, no, watched it. Okay. So it was interesting, the order of goodbyes, because I feel like there was a hierarchy to it. Of course there's a hierarchy. So he starts with Who's Renee. Most important? <laughs> and Dinah. Correct. And ends with most important Mia. Right. Um, and he's like, hey, guys, thanks for always being there for me, no matter what. Does this feel pointed to anybody else? Remember that time you weren't there for us? Remember that time you ratted him out to the FBI? Good times. Good times. Remember you tried to kill him, Renee? Remember the act, Renee? Remember that time? (laughs) I was like, God, Oliver is so my dad. Let's just forget all the bullshit and just like. Yeah, my dad will, like, my mom calls it the warm fuzzies attack because, like, he will have people who are, like, family members who are absolutely shitty to him. But, like, Christmas time rolls around. And he's just like, I love you. And he just always, like, wants to buy them things and give them cards and have them over for dinner. And my mom's like, they're assholes to you for 11 months out of the year. <laughs> what is Christmas wrong with you? That so is my literally dad. Oliver right now. Oliver is like, I'm yeah. dying, so therefore I love everybody. <laughs> I love everyone. Except Laurel, so I was like, okay, he nothing. Did say goodbye to Laurel. Right. Oh, I forgot that. Boy still has standards. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't even realize that. Oh, that's fucking great. How did I know that? And I didn't even watch the episode. I don't know. I just didn't pay attention. I just like so not paying attention to her it's most just of the time. Easy to um. So then, Renee actually had a funny... Dinah's like, this sounds like a forever... Duh, goodbye. fucking catch up, Dinah. Like, <laughs> like, welcome to season eight, Where bitch. have you been? Um, <laughs> glad that you finally showed up an episode and you know what the hell is going on. Renee's like, no, pass, don't accept. I'm going to be using that gif a lot. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, okay, so then next was Roy and his lost Roy arm. Roy isn't very important either. Let's be honest. Well, everybody's like, it was pretty funny because he's like laying there. He's not. He's not. not. So like Roy shows up. Dico goes to get Roy to help with whatever, to rejoin the team. And like within five minutes of rejoining the team, he loses an arm. And Oliver's like kind of recognizing this. He's like, thanks for coming. Sorry about, you know, the arm. (laughs) Right, like, it's cool, it's cool. Lila's going to hook me up with Argus. I was like, you're going to get a robo arm! It's going to be awesome! Um. Oh, then there was, like, some hosen stuff. Uh, William 
went up to Roy and was like, hey, this is what I used to find you on the island and gave, was trying to give it back to him. And Roy was like, I don't need it anymore because Roy's not going to like go Live off on and an island. Because people would have so, said, hey. hey, now they're on the island. Roy can just stay there armless. <laughs> right. And no. No. Again, the whole point is I think the yeah, future is going to change. They're bashing us over the head a with lot. it. So therefore, that's why yeah. any questions in our inbox being like, what do you think this means? Guys. Fucking obvious. <laughs> it means it's fucking it means changing. It's changing. Holy shit. <laughs> This is the Sesame Street of dramatic television. Oh my God. How they is don't it want season to make eight it and hard. we still have to point this shit out to people? What do you think I it don't means? know. I have no idea. Daniel's going to tell Felicity that William and, William and Mia I'm should sorry. I'm sorry if it seems, sounds mean. It means me and Mia are going to grow up together. Listen, guys. Sorry, listen, I'm yelling. We're not trying to be mean, but we're just trying to say, we're, listen. We're being a little bit mean. Listen, we're kind of being dicks. Listen. <laughs> We're tired, you guys. We're sorry. It's it's happening. Long eight years. It's it's pretty plain. If if you're like, wow, this seems obvious. It's Arrow. Of course, it's obvious. (laughs) Go with it. I think the thing is, people are expecting there to be a catch. It's the end. They can't fix a catch. Until now, we've had catches because there's time to fix the catch. Okay, but now we're at the end. There is no time to fix any catches. If you're seeing something happening, it's happening. I mean, yeah, you got to think we're spending the next five episodes doing Crisis. Then it's the spinoff. And then it's the last episode. And then it's the so, final. This was the last yes. regular episode of Arrow. And so it's it's like before where in season four, you know, be like, oh, my gosh, I don't know whether to trust this or or if they might yank it from us. Of course, they would yank it from us sometimes. And sometimes they give it to us because they keep it on us on our toes. But this is the end. OK, they can't. Well, here's a good. Here's anymore. some math. Here's some math. <laughs> for you math people does it make more sense that arrow spent seven episodes undoing 22 from the season before or does it make more sense that arrow is going to use one episode to undo seven think about it they don't have time (laughs) explain to me what you just said like they can't change in one hour everything that they've set up in seven up in seven hours, but they can use seven hours of television to undo twenty two hours of television. It makes sense in my head. Just roll with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? <laughs> this is like now you're like totally Nick right now discussing math with me. He'll be like, "What did you just say?" That's not how math works. Okay, no, math that didn't make any sense. It 100% made sense. And it was absolutely no, accurate. And you'll no, you'll see. You'll see that no, gen math is all the math I don't even know what you were talking that about. Matter. Like, what do you mean? It's fine. It's fine. It's just because I am the Einstein of math that you can't understand this brilliance. Okay, but also I'm an English major. I just know I'm right. I'm bringing up math and like numbers. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm a communications major too, what? and listen, <laughs> I chose the degree based on the fact that I didn't have to take as Same much here. math. I'm not kidding took- you. It was between business and communications, and my mom was like, "Business, you have to take stats. You're gonna be complete shit at that." Via communications. That's what my husband <laughs> teaches at the university: is statistics. Well, isn't he? A listen, nerd? I'm married to an electrical and computer engineer oh who's like a walking calculator. Like, why? Yeah, well, Evie's you know, like it, it balances. I out. need help with my math homework. I'm like. Papa will be home in about 30 minutes. You know, like. Lauren and I. <laughs> don't ask me your math pro- homework 
No. Lauren and I no. came to a decision many years ago <laughs> that for the health of our relationship, so we're speaking when we're, she's an adult, we don't do math yeah, homework together. Wise. That's smart. It's just, <laughs> it's just not, it's just not a mother-daughter activity we're yeah, going to do. I've... And everyone is happier with yeah. that arrangement. The thing that I don't tell you about having kids is you're going to have to repeat elementary school, junior high, and high school. Oh, yeah. And school. what they don't tell you is that the teachers... <sighs> Like, suddenly, like, when I was a kid and going to school, my homework was my problem. And if I didn't do it, it was my problem. What happens now, these days... Yeah, I feel like that was is similar to my Your kid experience. doesn't do their homework, and it's your problem still. I'm like, what? <laughs> I already graduated this grade. Why is it my problem? She's not doing her homework. You talk to her. Why are you coming to I me? I feel like the amount of... Of effort and amount of teaching my husband has to do with my kid, and she's really smart and she's really good at math, is light years more than what my mom ever had to do with right. me. And I feel like maybe that's a shift in how much time the teachers have and how much material they're know, being forced to get through. why is it constantly like, I feel like I'm getting in trouble. And I'm like... Well, you're in trouble a little bit because they are your. No, they're, no, they're, I'm not in trouble minors. at all. I'm telling them do their homework. They sit down, they do their homework, they don't turn it in. How is that my problem? I'm like, I'm not going to school with them and grabbing their I shit out of their bag and turning turn it, it in. in. They literally have it in their bag. Turn it in. Why is this my problem? Talk to the kid. It's called parenting, Kelly. No! Everything is your problem. None of this is my on parents' their own. problem. On their own. None of it. Well, welcome to. I hate it. But now. I hate it. Okay, what anyways, back about? to... Okay, so he says goodbye to Roy. Sorry about your arm. Sorry about that. And then it's William's turn. Oh, Jen. And it's Jen. just really no, a lot. <laughs> You're making all okay. our listeners cry whenever you do that. Okay, I can do this. It's really sweet. And, like, Roy's like, hey, you should keep the hosen in your family. Aww. He's like, okay. I love you, Dad. And it's just really sweet because Oliver is just so worried about his kids hating him. He's like, I hope you can forgive me. I already and, have. Well, he was like, he's like, Dad, it's been 20 years. I'm super over it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then he's just like, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> it was really sweet. And then Oliver's like, not as proud as I am of you. And then they hug. And it's really the best. I just want good things for these people. <sighs> okay. So that was that. And then Diggle was actually a really funny goodbye because Stephen and it was totally Stephen and David saying goodbye and not Oliver and Diggle. It was hilarious. How is that because hilarious? <laughs> because it was like, I try to remember the exact word thing. I got to pull up the gift because I, I don't want to screw up their delivery because it was really pretty funny. Uh, do, 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 do. Come on, Tumblr. Like Tumblr is circling the drain. I thought I liked it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so Oliver slash Steve says, You've always been my rock. <laughs> and then David slash Diggle says, don't you mean the best man you've ever known? <laughs> Oliver's like, I also mean that. And their delivery was so deadpan, it was hilarious. 
So, like, it was like they're saying goodbye, but I feel like they weren't saying goodbye because... I don't know. I don't know if David's in the oh. crossover or not. So if David's then not in the crossover, sense. that's okay. their goodbye. So I was like, why is he saying goodbye? I don't. Crossover? Yeah, I don't oh. think David's in the crossover. Well, that's I think bullshit. it was a situation of like, okay, well, we don't have Emily. <laughs> I literally think the only two characters from Arrow who are in the crossover are Mia and Oliver. What? And Lila. I know. I just, I'm just, I'm very confused. Maybe in the Arrow episode, that's what they're all going to be in. Like, that makes sense. But I still don't really get why I dig up. I, I kind of feel like they're preempting the goodbyes because I feel like once we get to crisis, there's just going to be no time for that kind of, like, emotional. Like, they're not going to have time to give Oliver to, like, really properly say goodbye to the characters on his show. Because he's going to be busy saving all their asses. Very. So we'll find out, but I, I would be surprised if <laughs> if Diggle is in more than the Arrow episode for the crossover. I heard that the Katie fans were upset that Laurel only is showing up in the Arrow episode as Black, or as E1 Laurel. It's yeah. E1 Laurel? Well, you can see how that can happen because they're like this whole energy. They're just using this. Oh, there's a big mass of energy. So like it has all these mystical powers. Well, no, powers I don't think that's what's happening people. at all because Arrow episode, I'm anticipating what Oliver is dead. Because oh, I think he Arrow dies episode? at the end of the third episode going into the break so that we get to enjoy oh, our yeah, Christmas that makes with sense. the dead Oliver. Again, thank you, season three. And yep. Thanks, season three. <laughs> it was so, so fun the last I'm time. Like, oh, God, I feel like we've done this before. <laughs> Mother fucking, Merry fucking Christmas, Greg. Or Yeah, yeah actually, I'm blaming Greg on those. Greg um, so what I totally think useful. is if he sees something, he'll see her because she's dead, too. I could get I could be down with a with a post life, life <laughs> rendezvous with the ex. That's fine. I mean, I I feel like uh I think that would be a good use of her. I my thing with this whole black siren thing is, you know, it's really not the character that um Team Arrow has all of this yeah. connection with. So, you know, there was a like a mini goodbye. I actually kind of liked Laurel this episode because she was, again, we're like, it's like we're back to season one with me and her. It's like one week I like her, the next week I hate her. It's just, it's confusing and I wish they could just pick a fucking lane. But she actually was not a dick to Oliver and gave him good advice without being a hypocritical asshole. Okay. He was like, she's basically saying, you know, he's off in the woods and Mia's pissed at him. And I think at this point he's a little pissed at Mia. Um, and she's just like, dude, she just like completely adores you and is doing absolutely everything she can to live up to you. And, you know, you don't have, if you don't have a lot of time left, basically you need to make things right with your kid. It was good. It was a good, I'm like really paraphrasing it because I can't remember everything she says, but, um, okay. She says, Oliver, don't be an idiot. Okay. All that girl wants to do is live up to her father, but it wasn't like a nasty, don't be an idiot. Like, oh, my short hair is better than yours kind of tone. It was just like a genuine, Hey, just like, 
use your precious time wisely. It was good. I actually agreed with her. But it wasn't like, and Oliver was like, oh, I'm glad that you're here. And she's just like, oh, are we having a moment? <laughs> she's like, shouldn't you be having this conversation with your daughter? And that's how it led into the conversation about Mia. So it wasn't like Oliver's having this big, huge goodbye with Black Siren because it's not like, I mean, he's accepted her as a hero and a partner and that kind of stuff, but I don't feel like he has like this significant emotional connection to her. So if we revisit E1 Laurel he has Lance, more yeah, that makes sense to me. And I think, you know, right. And I think, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not here to ignore the impact Laurel has had on the show. She did have an impact. And I think as you are, going back as you are headed towards the end, it's good to revisit the beginning, which is why we were on Lee and you. And we had to say goodbye to Yao Fei again. Um, he's been saying goodbye to Anatoly. He's been saying goodbye to people from his past. And Laurel is very much from his past. And I think, you know, really, if he, <laughs> what was so beautiful about the scene with Mia, um, you know, she finds, so he says goodbye to, he says goodbye to Diggle. Then, um, Mia finds him and the walls are down finally. And she's just like, you know, all of this time I've been hearing all of these stories about the amazing green arrow. And I have been so angry at you because you being a hero is what kept you right. from being with me. So that would make and her angry. At, at, at she's heroes. like, Right, and you're like, you totally understand. That's a little girl. Where, That's a little all girl Mia who didn't wants. Have her dad. Yeah, it's yeah. a very little girl perspective. She just wants her daddy, and I've just been waiting for her to tell him, "I don't need you to be a hero. I just want my dad," which is really all she says to him. That's perfect. And she's like, "I should have been proud of you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Oliver, what it was an amazing speech he made because here they are standing on Lian Yu, the place of all the horror and torture and pain of his life. And he says, you know, uh, all those stories about the Green Arrow, he's like, none of that happens without me ending up on Lian Yu. And he's like, and what is happening right now? I'm looking at my daughter. He's saying, there's no Mia without Mia Mia is what made him. Yeah. It's what made him who he is. It's the reason he found Diggle. Right. It's the reason he found Felicity. It's the reason why he has If uh, he hadn't William gone and through Mia. Mia, and he never would have met right. Felicity, much less fallen in love with her. Well, and look, this is, I know everyone hates the 100th episode. I love it. Because it shows you the what if. It shows you what if he Oliver never got on the boat. What does that look like? There's no Felicity. There's no Diggle. There's no team. There's no kids. There's not, you know, there, sure, maybe as he was telling Barry, he would have had a happy life. But it would not yes, have been it as been full. A shadow life. And, and that's what right. I feel like anybody who feels, and th though I don't know why they would at this point, feels remotely threatened by the Laurel-Oliver relationship and their history or their, their comic book destiny, they shouldn't feel threatened by it because what the show was saying, yeah, he could have ended up with Laurel, but he wouldn't have been as happy and fulfilled 
as he is now as the Green Arrow and married to Felicity. Leaving Laurel behind Mm -hmm. set him on his path. And the beauty of Oliver Queen and why I love him and why I love this moment is he is he has realized and this is part of accepting death he has realized that there is a point to suffering and a lot of times when we're suffering when we're in it we cannot see that okay and i don't really think the expectation is there for you to see it (laughs) that would make you pollyanna and you're just trying literally when we're saying when you're when you're suffering you're just trying to survive it okay but now oliver has done that he's survived it and he can see yes i have lost so much and i suffered and i was a lot of pain and i wish i could get all the people back that i lost but look at all, I have also gained so much. It's not like he's saying, oh, I'm it's exchanging not even saying Robert like, for I'm Felicity. glad I lost It's those not people. about that. I'm glad I lost them. He's just saying, my life has not been a waste. I have not, there has been beauty as well as pain. He's really fond of the beauty. And <laughs> part of Oliver healing, part of Oliver's healing process from Lian Yu, which he needs to do in order to be this otherworldly mind-blowing superhero is saying if if torture and losing my dad got me okay. mia i'm good at it okay that's, that's i can take i can accept that that's okay and, and you guys that's the ball game that's life he said, this was him realizing that you know i had that a, was yeah. terrible and that was horrible and he wouldn't never have wished it but it happened, and this happened as a result, and he likes it. He likes what right. happened as a result. Well, and he can he can accept that mm-hmm. God gives, and he takes away. Well, and you know, the reason why I love the 100th episode is that's a game I play with my mom all the time. <laughs> the what if, okay? She, it's, it's part of her... I would say healing process. I mean, she lost her mom when she was 19. It was really traumatic. It was really awful. And um, her mom was her best friend. And she plays this game. I mean, it's 40 years later, maybe even 50 years later, and she's still playing this game where what if my mom had lived? What would my life be? And every time she walks down that road, she realizes, well, we would have uh, left Chicago and moved to Pittsburgh. I probably would not have gone to school where I went to school and met your father, which means I wouldn't have you three girls. And that's where she walks. That's, you know, we've, I play it with her all the time. Sometimes it changes a little bit, or maybe this would have, but it almost always results in. Right. And that no I have Katie a Aaron similar thing. You know, I, I. I don't play the game anymore because like you say, once you realize it, you're like, okay, well, I don't need to, I don't, I don't need to go down. Once you're there. Yeah. I would say within the last five but, years, she's kind of stopped. But we lost but, yeah. a, a child at the very, very end of my pregnancy after my oldest was born. And it was absolutely devastating. And there was a long, long time where I was like, I would like to have taken that back. But it's one of those things that like, while I don't, I'm not like okay with it having happened, I recognize that I wouldn't have my right. other two children if that had, hadn't happened. You know what I mean? I know it's easy to say, oh, you could have had them anyway. Oh, I know I wouldn't. Girl. Have. I know I wouldn't have. 
No. Well, I, I, you, look, Callie and I have talked a lot about this because one of the things that really bonds us as friends is we both had very traumatic <laughs> we have pregnancies a lot of history. and miscarriages. And, uh, <laughs> we have a yeah. lot of pain. <laughs> and sometimes we do hours on it and laugh and cry. And uh, I had a very similar situation. I had a, a pretty devastating miscarriage. And I remember I called my doctor because uh, I have a lot of health issues. So I needed to tell them, hey, by the way, I'm not pregnant anymore. And I spoke to uh, his head nurse and she's really, um, she's pretty much the one, most of the time you can't get the big time doctor on the phone. So she's always the one that um, takes care of me and helps me when I don't feel good. And she said to me that this is awful. She's like, you can't see where this is going but she said someday there will be a little life that you cannot imagine your world without and very shortly after that lauren showed up so it doesn't make the loss okay you know if the it just it helps you uh you know oliver said to mia you know does the does the pain, does the guilt ever go away? And Oliver says, no. It is. That and is... that's very true to life. It's yeah. not that the pain gets better. It's almost like your body molds itself around it. And well, you and learn you know how what? to live that's and exist in it. Growing. As a human being, that's the human experience. That is experiencing yeah. pain. That's experiencing hardship. And how you take that and use it to propel yourself forward and how you handle that a, a situation down the road. It all builds on each other and builds on each other. And this was Oliver recognizing right. that this terrible, horrible thing that happened to him and his family is really his most formative experience. And he, he can't right. regret it right. the same way that he used to because right. Of what all it brought into his right. life that he never would have imagined in a million years. Right. And he says to Mia, I used to be so angry. And she's like, he, he was so funny. He was like, I'm still Well, a Tommy was unnecessary. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love you forever, Oliver Queen, because, yes, there's just that little part where he's like, no motherfuckers, I ain't gonna give that up. So I just, I love that part of him. There's that still obstinate, just, it's still a little angry. It's just like, yeah. But you know, he's really saying to Mia, "Well, you can and let maybe it go." He's just, he's preparing. Gonna okay, her. you're gonna lose me again, and it's gonna yeah. be okay because great yeah. things will come out of your life as a result of this. Well, and they say that too, you know, I, that's what she, she finally kind of breaks down with William and she was like, I was letting myself believe it, that I was going to have him and he was going to be my dad. And that was the point of all of this. And now I'm going to lose him yeah. all over again. So you're damn right. I'm pissed, you know, and that is an absolutely perfectly Correct. normal yes. human reaction. It's why anger is on one of the seven stages of grief. It's a fairly, well, and it's funny. That's the, that's the emotion I immediately go to whenever something, anything really sad or bad happens. I know. I've seen it happen. It's like the first one. 
And Callie was like, whoa, I get really mad. And Callie automatically just goes almost straight to like a depression. Yeah, we are. And I get pissed. We're a fun pair. <laughs> I almost go straight to. So I yeah. identify with Mia Smoke a lot. So I'm like, yeah, girl, I feel you on that. And, you know, what's so beautiful, this was this was the scene, too, where I feel like the actors kind of drop their, it was Kat and it was Steven. And Kat says to Steven, thank you for letting me be part of your story, even for a little bit. And Steven says, I think you're going to have lots There's of stories of your own in the future. There's that spinoff. So it was really, really really good <laughs> and I love I'm such a sucker for full circle I love oh one of the best parts uh so Yalfe shows up and he's like fool the last time you did this you tried to do it by yourself and look at all the people that died Essentially, <laughs> it's like including me <laughs> so don't do it by yourself and, you know, Oliver doesn't take much convincing. He knows he can't do this all about himself. So he, he, he faces off with Friars again. And he says to him, I'm not alone. And it's all the superheroes lined up. And it was such a great uh, just full circle moment to when Oliver first shows up in 102 and is on that, on that raft alone about to land on Lee and you. How full circle this character has really gone. I don't really feel like I have seen a character arc as well executed you know, and as Oliver's Queen. You know, and that's why we love the show. Queens we don't love it because it's on the CW. We don't love it because yeah. superhero comic book bullshit. We love it because no. they brought us this character who in season one was so fucking flawed. Like... My God, flaw upon yeah. flaw upon flaw. I mean, and even in season two and season three, like He's season two, I too. was so mad at that boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but that's what yeah. made him such a great potential. And to see it realized the way it has been. And he but made again, the same again. mistakes like, again and again learn? and again. But, you know, that's us, guys. How many times yeah. do we make the same mistakes over and over again? A lot, you know, and that's what's so beautiful about Oliver Queen. He's he's a sinner, and yeah, he's nobody. Totally he'll be the first one to it. say it. Yeah, he's like I'm a mess, but that's what's so. That's why I was like, you know, if you're really invested, and and you know, as people were getting kind of fed up in season six, I was like, you know, just hang in there for Oliver, because I feel like we're on the precipice of him being really awesome. He's really awesome. You know, and we, and he is really awesome, you know. Um, okay, tell me my, okay, so now for a funny story. <laughs> so I was being my usual humor filled self. <laughs> and as they're flying in the plane, like dinosaurs. Oh, I saw Black this. <laughs> I saw and I was this. like, yes, I did. Did you see this? <laughs> so I was like, wait. Because, like, I guess I didn't really realize that they both go, go by that call sign. You know what I mean? Like, are we walking around the field and we're both we Black Canary? Canary 1, so I was like, wait, two, so like... Dinah's Black Canary. <laughs> and, and, right, so I was like, Dinah's Black Canary and Laurel's Black Canary. Wait, who's Black Canary? And I tweeted this with a very funny gif. And all of you people who appreciate my humor <laughs> had ourselves a good chuckle. 
<laughs> Juliana Harkvay. Yes, she did. Responded to me. And I was like this close to be like, girl, you've got to lighten up and find the funny in this ludicrous setup. Um, Very seriously. She responds. Both. Very seriously. Both. With like a mind blown emoji. And I was like, no, no. I get it. I can add. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So I decided. As I am not one to let someone have the last word. Oh, you did. I missed that. So, I, I did. I did. I said, you know, going forward, perhaps in the spinoff, it would be prudent to have a numbering system. Like Black Canary 1 to Black Canary 2 over the comms or something. And then that launched. More people being like, well, we could have a color code. I thought we already did have a color code. We had a white canary system. And a black canary. <laughs> I was like, well, because we, like, well, they were like, oh, well, there's white and then I was like, there's black. I was like, you're right. We could have like chartreuse canary and scarlet canary. <laughs> and they're like, wait, is there enough? They're like, is there enough colors? Somebody go buy a box of 64 like crayolas. <laughs> right, a 64 crayons. And then another person's like, well, it's only a problem if they go global. <laughs> and then someone was like, well, we could go with like the yeah, color Pantone yeah. numbers. Like how so it's a number and a color. Like, You could be like. <laughs> right. It's like, well, you know. And Julia Harkvay is getting tagged in all of this. So I appreciate fandom, you appreciating my sense of humor like, and being able to laugh but at the absolute funny lunacy that, way that is the 7,500 canaries. <laughs> I feel like we're a little insecure. Like, Jules, you gotta laugh a little bit at how many fucking canaries are on this Godless show. And then somebody was like, I was like, wait, who's the black canary? And then someone responded, Zoe. <laughs> But it just kind of cracked me up that she responded. I was like, nobody takes my stuff seriously. Let's, nobody. Let's, let's not take nobody this does. seriously. Don't take Juliana. me seriously. <laughs> I was making with the funny. Find just it. Have find fun the fun, this, Jules. Go find the fun. Great. Well, that's what I feel like. I feel like that whole side, the actresses, and the whole—they're so freaking. Of course, I say this as people who True. flip our shit over anyone. You're who so sensitive. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Felicity's not William's mother. Oh my god, I'm gonna murder you. You know. But like that Probably that's appropriate. appropriate. <laughs> Getting upset about Felicity Listen, is she's like, the queen. That's an appropriate respect the queen. All else get to be made fun of. That's the rule. Right. I don't make them Right, no, I feel like I don't feel I'm biased in this opinion. We know at all. I feel like I'm very neutral. <laughs> Fair and balanced reporting. That's what you're getting from Jen. <laughs> Somebody was one of her, one of those cronies was like, what are we going to do with Elicity fans? I'm like, well, you know, yeah, we're a problem with the pointing out the logistical nightmare that is the Canary Network. <laughs> I mean, really, it's something I do want the spinoff to like, answer. Are they all black of questions. Like, If somebody's on the comms trying to direct them, how do they know which one they're talking to? I thought that was the whole point of right. these names. And, like, if they're not you, <gasps> That was... exact. That's all I'm saying. If there was four green arrows running Number around, them. I would say, could we... 
outnumber them. Like this doesn't make any sense. It's like this whole like, oh no, they're both. That. They're the same. <laughs> okay, it's not very fine, practical. But like from a logistical standpoint, as you're on the comms, Black Canary is moving down this alley. Where are you, Black Canary? I'm it's like how does Felicity tell them apart? I guess their voice, but like if you have three hundred, which seems to be know? the direction we're going. It's a reasonable question. I don't it's understand. not a like, how do you assholes or anything. It's We're just, very good at being. It's like Navy <laughs> SEALs don't have the same call signs. You know what I mean? That's stupid. I I, I feel like I was making a good point, well, and she just kind of blew sensitive. past it. She's like, like you know, I'm just one of a million like, in this spinoff. I'm not saying. I'm not the lead. I'm not saying you can't be Black Canary, Juliana. I'm just. I want to know which number you are. Are you that number one? That is, we are one? setting are up this two? network. Are you five. Like what are what, what's going on here? Like we'll see them, right? Or like, are we number three hundred and fifty-seven? Like, <laughs> ours is it going global? Like how how big are we making this thing? It's so confusing. These are reasonable. I just questions. I feel like they're reasonable questions. I don't know, God. but it was pretty funny that she responded to me. Get your because she ha- I didn't take anybody. Ass. I she I didn't take anyone. She had to go looking for that shit. <laughs> Like okay, okay, honey. <laughs> okay, but we're not sensitive. And for all of you Juliana lovers, I'm not hating on her. I'm just making fun of her. It's a totally different thing. Oh God, do we like, ever make fun, fun of Steve? Steve? We haven't made That's fun completely of appropriate him. and okay to do at any time you want. <laughs> Has he? I haven't. Even He's been quiet. <laughs> well, I haven't heard boo quiet. from him, so. Is this the new world order that that we're in? (laughs) Steve shuts up. Oh my God. It's a gift from mana. Maybe Maybe this is is the paradise world. (laughs) I think he tweeted. I don't know what everyone's talking about. I keep seeing this. Well, he was like, it was, it was some sort of a a wrestling thing that he was supposed to do tonight. No, I, is he becoming anyway, a pro wrestler? What is happening? WWE, and I think it was supposed <laughs> to be tonight. I don't remember, but he tweeted a thing saying, "I pinched a nerve in my back. I can't do it." So, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it was, and I wasn't gonna watch. But thanks for the the update. I guess. <laughs> By the way, if you are a person who was really unsure of what it meant that Oliver, that Mia and William were going to, if they were really going to live together, I totally understand. We're sorry. We weren't making fun of you. We were just making more fun of how freaking. Well, it's it's it was, it's, it's like it's like asking for clarification when somebody has given you clarification. It's like, could you be a little? It's like, but I just, it's right there. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so funny. (laughs) Nothing like starting the day off pondering the meaning of life and thinking about your own mortality. (laughs) Great take on things. And as always, thanks for answering my question. That's from Little Literally. Let's cute name. Um, well, I don't most see many people, questions. I, feel I think everyone's like, good. Like, okay, well, that was pretty cut and dry. Here's a, here's another thing. Since we got some time to to chill and talk and all of a sudden I forgot what I was about to say. Holy shit. I was just about oh, to no. say it and it's just like out of my brain. Well, we were talking about Oh, and Mark's been tweeting. Up troubles. Anything as interesting? As per usual. 
Well, let's see, Mr. Guggenheim. Oh, so interesting enough, Oliver is on the S. Why? Okay, so this was like a huge thing. I don't know. I don't really get why it was a huge thing, but it was a huge thing. I didn't give a shit, but there's a lot of people who did. All right, so Crisis on Infinite Earth, the title, had all the superhero faces in the crisis, except Oliver's. Yeah. When we got to the Which S, like, okay, it was well, an arrow. Janky, but whatever. I mean, so people felt like this was a deliberate slight against Oliver and Stephen Amell and lowering his importance, and Mark was saying, no, I there's can't like legal what issues, the legal and we weren't issues able to are, use it. Oliver Queen belongs to them, but they use his. <laughs> well, and like they slap his face on a poster <laughs> okay, every guys. two seconds, so it's like, what the? But see, like I don't know enough about. See, this is the part where it's like I am clueless about how to make a television show, and I'm sure there's something it about it than that I. Upset about it. Like, <laughs> right. So it's just kind of funny. You're like, oh, Steve's an arrowhead. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyways. Uh, so they were able to slap his face on the S. And everyone's like, hey, how did you do yeah. that? And Mark was like, loophole. Sure. He said he'll explain everything I'll, after the I'll whole hold thing my is breath. I really hope it's a call out Steve hilarity that moment where Steve was like, I want $5 million for my face. That would be, and Mark like shares it. That would be <laughs> the best thing to ever happen. Oh my God. Because <laughs> like, what does he give a fuck? He doesn't work with him anymore. Here's all the ways Stephen Mel was a pain in my ass. Um, let's see. There was a trailer. There's gonna be a trailer. Yeah, that's the one that's got the him oh, there and, was. and what's her okay. name? Oh, hugging. Yeah, but they were hugging. Okay. Um, the Hawks, Vixen, well, or the Ray are gonna show up. Don't care about any that of them because he was like the Ray, and everybody's pointing to that Crisis comic book cover that had Felicity on it. They're like, oh, it means Felicity is going to be in the crossover. And I'm like, okay, well, that's <laughs> taking things a step further. I, I know everyone's like, Everybody oh, there's one major coming. surprise. It's not Emily, guys. Just don't get excited that it's Emily. I really, I, I really don't think that's it could be. be the surprise. There's that, like yeah, I got that. I still got that slice. That's always me. the it best be. thing to do. It could be. Right, it's like it's just lower lower your expectations. Like be like ninety nine percent it's yeah. not Emily and one percent it's Emily. That's kinda just my then it'll be okay. Then you'll be okay. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. That's just like your just basic like, operating yeah. standard procedure. Yeah. Um is he talking about anything else? Uh well, see, this is the thing. Any more crisis announcements before Sunday, Mark? A huge one coming. And, like, of course everyone's going to think it's Emily because it's the only one we care about. And it's not – it's like he'll be like, oh, there's, like, a 53rd. And people Superman. will be like, I'm so let down. And all the comic book fans will, like, go beat themselves over the head. Me? They're like, I'm so excited. This is the best you're gonna, news ever. You're going to be amazed by this surprise. Like everything else. <laughs> right. We brought Christopher Reeve back from the God. dead. Just to about who? Can we talk a little bit about Tom Welling? Who? Tom Welling oh, looks hot. Sure. Tom Welling. Smallville. Have I watched a promo? You see him in the promo? <laughs> He's a tasty treat. And you know who Have else I is a tasty, tasty Superman? <laughs> I know, but like, I'm just telling you. Do you know who is Brandon a real Ralph. tasty little snack? Yeah. Well, I knew that without Mr. even Mr. Brandon. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, 
I know. I see. Here's the thing. I, I liked Brandon Superman. I never understood. I mean, I never understood why Superman Returns got bagged on so much. I think the majority you know, of the I, problem was what's his name I is didn't... Lex Luthor. But Brandon's performance, because he was supposed to be Christopher Reeve's Superman. I thought it was he a good movie. He looks exactly like him, and he it. was great. I liked the story. And I thought it was a good movie. I was like, yeah, this is my bag, baby. But whatever. I don't know. I have a special Same affinity here. towards Christopher Reeve's Superman, so if anyone's I mean, playing Christopher best. Reeve's Superman, I'm going to like him. So Brandon got, like, super ripped for the crisis, because he's playing Superman again. And they put wow. a little gray in his hair. And wow. Yeah. 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 Come to mama. <sighs> He's like 6'3", too. This is why I was not Delicious. mad about Delicious the Ray and Felicity storyline in season three. I'm like, listen, she can't be with Oliver yet because we're only in season three. He's hot. <laughs> so if she's got to be with somebody else, I'd prefer it be with Brandon Routh. You, but everybody bitched and complained and look what, who we got the next time. Detective Tiny Hands. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> and Susan. I really thought yeah. Isabel Rochev was our low it's, point it's, it's in terms of women all of screws, there. but wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I would have preferred him oh to start God. screwing this, Laurel this again, I think, over. <laughs> I know, it was that bad. I just, it was just, she was just awful. I still love that scene where they have sex. I still love the scene like where he broke up with her. Off. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I laughed for days. <laughs> it was so formal. Like, and it was like 50 seconds after he slept with her, too. Like, you dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my lady, but I can no longer court you. <laughs> And he never thought about her again. The end. Excuse me. I have to go get the love of my life back. Fuck. That was Those final episodes of five, they were just the shit. I I, I can't bear any season five slander simply because it gave me such wonderful moments. (laughs) Well, it's like we had to sludge through the shit. There were so many diamonds. To get to the diamonds underneath. (laughs) Just so, so many diamonds good. to pluck. Oh my god, I love it. <sighs> <sighs> this show. Man. Oh, Susan, you're the worst. I still, I still oh, think god. the fight I had with Mark in the middle of STC Convention Center about Susan is going to be one of my favorite moments of Arrow. Goes down as perhaps your finest moment, <laughs> and I yelled at him that gun gun the biggest too. benefit. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, he needed to hear that, like, no, that wasn't okay. fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? That was fantastic. <laughs> no, I was literally like, we were yelling at each other. She's the worst. No, you're biased. No, no you're biased. <laughs> she was biased. actually the worst. My He's just butt. wrong. I'm so mad. I can't get into it again. Am I not fucking biased? He's biased. <laughs> I'll show you biased. All right. Um, what are you talking about? Everyone's like, Don't worry about it. This podcast has taken a very interesting turn. We're sorry. We're sorry. Okay. I don't really see any questions. I'm, I'm going to check in thingy. my thingy. I'm going to check my inbox. Okay. Sometimes people say, oh, I got to read this. Because <laughs> you know how like I randomly paint, uh, 
I like not really randomly, but I consistently week to week write about my so hatred of Barry Allen. Much it's becoming a staple of my reviews. I hate him so much. In fact, like during the whole last week, um, <laughs> with Oliver having his God moment, I was like, oh, you know, we should compare and contrast Barry. I was like, I'm just gonna like, <laughs> I'm just gonna like like high level this. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I literally went back to watch um the episode and pull out the exact quote from Barry Godmom that was like flash speed force like the god what he said to him and I literally listened to it all again and I hand typed it I typed it out to show what a fucking douchebag he is he's the worst okay so uh Diana Athimskira wrote me (laughs) because every once in a while people will just share little tidbits with me you know Barry knows the exact day that crisis starts, and he never told Oliver or anyone on Team Arrow about it. Another reason to hate him. <laughs> and it's true. It is true. What a douche. We're going to add that to the list. Like He's just the worst. Honestly, Flash people, how do you I love him? Themselves. Do you just turn a blind <laughs> eye? <sighs> Did you see that tweet? From that poor little human being who was like, oh, it wasn't Oliver's, it was oh, not yeah. any of Felicity's business. Well, Oliver believing, Oliver telling her he had a child with someone else is not any of Felicity's young. business. And I certainly hope so. I was like, and I retweeted oh, the back. I, I was like, love I, I yourself really more than this. Somebody who's very young and very naive about <sighs> things. And I, I, and I think also a little right, confused because I saw her reply me. to somebody else like, oh, but they, they, he, he hadn't given her a ring yet. And I'm like, excuse? <laughs> yeah. No, there was rings. Like, are you talking about just there was episode eight, of or are you talking Sorry. about like all of Even if he hadn't given he... her a ring yet, listen, okay, let's, let's back it up, back it up, back it up. Wait a fucking minute. If Nick fathered a child... And did not tell me about it during the interim of our dating period prior to our engagement. Well, you damn right I'd have it's, a problem it's like, with it. We, we That's don't, information a, we don't you share. When. But B, uh, yeah, they were engaged. And C, no. it's her life too. It's not that he had it's. Well, and 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 the, right. the, this is the all information. Issue, everybody always focuses on it, like her problem was with William's existence, which it absolutely wasn't. What the problem was no. was him not sharing this portion of his life with her. She was all ready to share her life with him. They were going to get married. That's what that means: is you're sharing your life with each other, and he wasn't doing it, and he broke that trust. Well, and also, here's the other thing. Oliver has a consistent uh, pattern of blowing up his life. The minute he's about to get some happiness, he does something to like blow it up. And I think Felicity's other problem was, why do you do this? Why is this going to happen? Because I can't just take you back without knowing why, because you might just do it again whenever. Right. Like what she's really asking him to is to do a deep psychological dive on himself. And he's like, no, he I ain't doing to. that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I mean, would you be scared if what you were afraid of <laughs> to find out about yourself is that you like killing people? Yeah. 
You wouldn't want to know that information. And here's the other thing. The reason everyone's like, I never understand what that has to do with anything. Because he thinks he killed his dad. So it's it's like as you go from point A to point B to point C. That I means killed I my don't dad. Myself, that means I'm means a monster. Which means I'm a monster right. who likes killing people. Which means I don't trust myself. Which means I can't have babies and the love of my life. It's, boom, it's, it's, boom, it's self-destructive boom, boom. behavior at its finest. It's a very, it's a very easy little path. Well, I think a lot of people go back and watch season five season again. Five and come back they were to so me frustrated with, with the the breakup. And well, they Holy they did skip season because it frustrated them. But then they're confused about mad. where all this stuff is. It's like it was, it was, it was, it was right there. It was all right there. It was all there. It is a good season. Go back and watch it. It's a good season. It's not my favorite season. It's my favorite, has my favorite episode Correct. and has the best run of episodes in the history of that show. I'm not saying haul, 5A was wasn't a long haul. But my yeah, thing is, again, Mark told us it was going to be a long haul. Like literally like, he said, it's going to be a long haul. Maybe he's journey. like psyching us out. No, he was television is 23 was, episodes. Was, no, no, no. I have found him to be consistent in his no bullshit approach with fans. He's not being coy. Yeah, he's not. He, well, he's, he's not. Being, well, he can be coy. But yeah, he, exactly. He He'll be like, I can be coy that he's and being tell you this. coy. And you're like, oh, okay, well, Mark. <laughs> right. Right. I'm going to present it this you way. But if he's like, if you're yeah. honestly asking him straight shooter question. He will be like, yes, this is why we did this. And yes. Just like, just like when was he was asked, lot, why so can't you kill He wasn't just being coy. He was being honest. <laughs> that was. That's factual. Come on. Do people not understand that that's factual? She's immortal. You can't kill her. Because she's the show, you guys. They were in a freaking tailspin. That's why I was kind of like chuckling. It's like, okay, Mia's going to be Absolutely. last. Because I was like, really, Felicity would have been last. And, well, I just don't think he would have said goodbye to Felicity because she'd be in the crossover. Like, if there was no Mia, I feel like, if Felicity was part of the episode, I feel like it would be for sure Oliver, Felicity, and Mia in all the crossover episodes. Maybe. And maybe if Felicity got to be there, then maybe Diggle. Like, I'm sure Emily wouldn't have wanted to film that much shit. But I just feel like no. they love her so much. Has there been like, a crossover that she has last not, like, but... crossed over in? I can't remember. Yeah. But I feel like ev- that was that was for was also fragmented. everybody because... Well, so this is interesting. They actually did give... Mark and Greg gave an interview regarding the evolution of the Arrowverse and how it wasn't planned. Which I believe that. I don't think they no, went out and no. were like, we're going to launch eight, 80 shows and have a bunch of crossovers. So, you know, the Flash was, you know, they're like, Arrow's successful, let's do the Flash. The Flash is success- successful, let's do Legends. You know, it was just, it was like and continually just with building up. Um, so, right. But Mark's crowning achievement, he says, in terms of crossovers, was Crisis, or it was not Crisis, it was um, Earth Crisis X, on Earth X. The Elicity movie. I can't remember the actual title That's for it, it because called. I just call it The Elicity movie. They're not movie. very original. Yeah. So... <laughs> I completely agree. It was my I that favorite was a fantastic. I mean, it was it was like watching like a movie. Hands it was down. amazing. It was the best. I was just like, this is like, it's like I've gone to the theater about, and I'm watching my a ship. what was it, four married. hour movie of my faves. 
about my ship being the main focus and are they going to get married even they though there's another ship that was Sorry, but they were. The focus, they were the B really couple. Actually not the focus. I'm sorry that Barry and Iris were the B storyline in their own I didn't write episode. it. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I didn't it's write it. It's not me who decided to do that. Take that it up with Greg. Props to them. <laughs> well, here's what I appreciate about Greg Berlanti. Like, the Flash is his fave. I feel like that's clear. He loves Barry and Iris, but, like, he also Correct. loves Elicity, and he can recognize that Elicity is way more popular. So it's like he wanted all this equal treatment, which makes sense well, logistically to me quite a bit. And he doesn't he, want to shortchange fans. The mere fact like that Barry, like everybody recognizes ahead. Greg loves the Flash. Flash is Greg's favorite. Yes, yes, yes. And what he did with the Elicity movie was elevate Oliver and Felicity to at least the same level in his preference level. At least the same level, if not in higher. In his world. Right. That says something, doesn't it? Don't you think that sends a message? Right. Well, that was always my I thing. Because people were pissed about cool the double wedding after early aired. on. No, their fandom is ticked. Which I, their I fandom was way pissed. Um, which I get. But my thing about it was... Like, okay, if Oliver and Felicity, because the crossover is the big ratings numbers and it's all the shows crossing, it's all the stars, everyone comes to their wedding. So if Oliver and Felicity have the big crossover wedding and all the characters come to their wedding and then Barry and Iris get married on The Flash and nobody comes to their wedding, like obviously that's saying to the Flash fans, hey, your couple's not as important. I think that's a fairly reasonable reaction. And if, if it had been flipped where Barry and Iris were the only wedding in the crossover and nobody gave a shit about, you know, Supergirl wasn't coming to Oliver and Felicity's wedding. I think that does send a message right. that Oliver and Felicity aren't as important. So he just Correct. made it all fair and no everybody's getting married at the same fucking time with the same amount of people. No faves. And literally he like stripped it down to it just being the two couples. But I like that our couple got their best so friend I was like, that's there. fine with me. I think for Elicity uh, fans... Well, yeah, I honestly oh, think for we Elicity fans, we are just so ready to for take them to it sign the paperwork. Well, <laughs> also, we, here's we a, here's do not care thing. how they get Our married. Just marry them. Since, like season two, <laughs> I remember because I read the fix, was absolutely ready since season two for Elicity when they finally got married, getting married in the field. Like, I think most people understood it wasn't going to be oh, like yeah. once upon a time. You know, it wasn't it wasn't going to be like the that straightforward dress. And, and the, yeah. if if the show had played out differently and we had seen the birth of Mia in a different sort of way, I guarantee you it would have been a field delivery like. Right. If Emily was sticking around and they I think they would have they probably would have had it happen the in the field. And, correct. And totally correct. would have gotten Dig delivering so her in the we van were, or some we kind okay of crazy. You know, we it would have been totally. Well, and I never really understand like what the problem the West Allen fan has with it because Felicity asked Iris if it was okay. And Iris well, was like, yeah. And Iris and Barry and were Iris eloping. And Barry like, it wasn't like this was their planned wedding day. The crossover telling Oliver and Felicity, you guys need to get married. You guys need to get married. So. Right. Right. 
Like, they were more invested in Oliver and Felicity getting married than Oliver and Felicity. Well, than Felicity was. Oliver's pretty invested. So my thing was always like, and they were like, hey, why don't you just do it here with us, with our best friend? And they were like, okay. And then as they're, like, talking through their vows, Felicity's like, oh, you know what? It's a very casual. It's like getting it's same, pissed that somebody else day. is getting it's married like, at the courthouse with you. Or, like, like if you're in Vegas you and there's a line the of people waiting to get married at the chapel, like, how could you be here and getting married, too? Well, and here's, here's like, well, what I, I don't understand. It's a courthouse. They're getting what salty about it. But Barry and Iris had said, hey, we're going to go over to the courthouse and just get it done. And it was Felicity and Oliver who were like, why not just do it here with us? With right. Felicity so, and Oliver were like, let's make you know, it a little bit what more they meaningful could have than a done courthouse. Was say, okay, have fun at the courthouse. Bye. They left. And then Felicity go, you know what? I think we should get married. Let's do it. Like, and it then could they have get played married. out that way. But it didn't. Right. So relax. They brought in Dig. Well, and they wanted the dual kiss. They wanted Diggle to say, because the, the thing that Felicity could have done is just wait until Barry and Iris got married, kiss, and then be like, oh, me and Oliver yes. should get married. But what Greg was going for was that dual, Correct. I pronounce you, husband and wife, both epic. super couples kiss at the same time. So if you've got a problem with it, <laughs> take it up with the Shonda Rhimes we over at okay the CW. It, it ain't our fault. Our couple's married. We're happy. We're good. And you guys are the ones being salty little bitches and coming up in our mentions all the time. Did you see what one of them said last night? By the way. One of them salty ass West no. Ellen bitches. What'd they say? <laughs> Listen, I'm pissed about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. Said something about Elicity's <laughs> kids are ugly. And everybody's like, are you fucking high? And they're like, she's like, what? oh, well, Catherine McNamara is fine, but William. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw some fucking hands ben Lewis at you. Is it good looking to you? Bullshit. Uh, Let's go, bitch. What? What? What is what? Ben Lewis isn't good looking enough. What is it? They're jealous. What they're jealous because their their kid went poof in ours. Are in all, like all these episodes, meeting their dad and having a great time and saving the world. Can we talk about the kid thing? Because here's the thing. This is this is what this is what gets me. We had to wait six seasons for Oliver and Felicity to get married. We went through a horrible breakup, which lasted it, it over. Took it I think it was forever. 40 episodes that we had to wait for them to get back together. It took forever. Barry and Iris That's got disgusting. married in their third season. They had been dating for all of six months. They broke up for an episode and then got back together and he proposed to her again. So I'm sorry, Flash, if you've got to wait a little bit on your super kid. But you kid. don't sit there and Boo call freaking who? Ugly you're going to be on the air for another two to three years. Bitch. Take your ticket and sit down. I hate them. You honestly. whiny, ungrateful little twats. No, but here's, here's my... I feel really a lot better that I've said that. We have, like, seriously, we have had to wait forever like, for everything. It's, like it's their turn to wait. complaining about the Laurel fandom and how, how awful they are. And I'm like, yeah, but they're, but they're, they have, they have, they, they have a nasty bark. I mean, they're awful. But they don't bite. You know, they're like, they're okay. You guys are over there. Like, I'm not scared of them. They don't, they don't yeah. have anything. 
No. Well, they, they don't, don't like, have, have a lot of, a lot of anything. And so like, I'm just like, okay, so over there bark by on. yourself, guys. You crazy. <laughs> but the Wawa's are the ones right. I hate them mo- a lot more because they're fucking evil. Like <laughs> <You> mean. <laughs> The Flash fandom scared the shit out of me. It's one of the reasons why I stopped writing the They're reviews. So I didn't want to get like fucking doxxed or something. It was like, like they like if you ever said anything negative and about no. the Flash, and and it's just it, they're absolutely whoa psychopaths. And I honestly, I I I could I would deal with Laurel fans all day every day if I never had to deal with another Laurel or West Elm fan. I agree with that statement if i had to take a pick if i had to pick between a laurel lance fan or an irate west because they're easy they got nothing i go lorever every time (sighs) well it's just like there's less vitriol i think they run out of juice after eight years they (laughs) They keep trying but it's like mm, that's i don't know it's just yeah that's not cool don't call my kids ugly and i saw a bunch of them well, and like they got to have Nora. Nora was great. I loved. I mean, I here's, would only watch the I Nora today. scenes because I, I, I thought they did such a spectacular a job. Fan or a Laurel fan or both, because sometimes some West Elm like like Laurel or whatever. Yeah, I saw that somebody had posted it's a weird some picture of like Oliver, thing. like holding Felicity's face and smiling at her, and then he post they posted a picture from last night of Oliver holding Mia's face and smiling at her, and they're like, "Look at Oliver loving the smoke." girls you know and they're like ew that's gross this is incest and i'm like yeah holy fucking shit you guys what is your problem what how disturbed do you have to be in your head oh how, how disturbed do you have to game be of thrones guys in can't stay in your lane jump to that ew that's where you go with it that your I head mean, goes there it's really unconscionable. They're the worst. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> it's it's not an episode of Watch Over. Anyway, that was that a fun rant. You just never know where we're going to go. I'm scrolling through to see if there's any more fun. I just see, like, wall-to-wall Oliver hugging Mia. They hugged! It was like, and then she gave him, like, the best little girl smile. Like, she was just, like, a bowl full of rainbows. I just want happy things. It sounds things like we family. might get a couple happy things. I just want them to have happy things. <sighs> what? One major disappointment. No! Oliver this is an the fact excellent that opportunity totally for that. And they dropped husband. it? I am, I am high-key annoyed about it because there was nothing there. First of all, me and Connor weren't dropping anything for them to pick up. That was the primary. It's not like Oliver and Diggle were like, like, blatantly ignoring the situation they just like there was not a lot of Mia and Connor interaction which I'm just like okay they're gonna be married someday and have all the babies like I feel like the father-in-laws and fathers need to like know about it and have hilarious reactions to it it's such a fail so epic fail arrow very disappointed I mean like I I have a very long list of fan fiction wishes and I feel like they're doing a good job but I feel like that was at least number two that they ignored. And I'm like, you know, I don't need Roy to have robo-arm. What I need is for, Diggle, for Oliver to flip out that Diggle's son is hitting on his kid. Like, that's what I need. I don't understand why I'm that looking so at 
We're your tweet thread about Fine. the canaries. Oh my god. I'm dying. <laughs> it kind of was like a runaway train. <laughs> Fortunately, Anna Harkway was like, wow, I am no. engaged with a crazy. Like, well, you know. True, you have. Listen, if you're gonna, like, take my snarky f- humor seriously, I'm just going to return it with more snarky humor. I can't take this seriously. I cannot take... 40 black canaries yes, seriously yes. girl power clap yeah clap, i get clap. it you're all black job, canary guys. i get it i get it woman power yeah yay feminism but could we please differentiate i am in an organized concrete sequential i need there to be some kind of blonde canary brunette canary <laughs> blonde canary brunette I thought the color coding. We're already doing the color coding colors. with white and black. I so, really like, there's think, other colors no, other really than white and black. I really want there to be an indigo and chartreuse canary. No, not like one rainbow canary, but like red canary and. Rainbow like canary would be fun too. It kind of sounds like rainbow canary bright. And <laughs> red canary. I do! And, and then you can have them all have different costumes. It was so pretty. It was and, like, then you can do a photo session and make a Christmas card out of it. Missed opportunity. And it's super pretty. And color is like not as like like delineating like like delegating importance as number system would. It's just like everybody's their own color. In fact, when you sign up for the canary for the when you, you fill out the application color. to the canary network, that's the essay question. And if you pick what one color canary already, already are is, you and you, why? Your application's denied. You have to reapply again. <laughs> I like that idea. Yes. I want to be the black canary. Well, then get the cage if out, the guys. If the actors cannot acknowledge <laughs> that color, we've been trying to do it for years. Won't fucking stick. <sighs> Whatever. All I'm saying is, what I can appreciate about no, a David, David Ramsey, Ramsey is David Ramsey can laugh at the ludicrousness of Arrow. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, like, it, it? when you talk to David Ramsey and you're like, dude, this is ludicrous. But it's still like, a fun, good time to watch. Absolute so. bullshit. But it's I'm yeah. still, the check's still clear, so <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> right. And you, you have gotta, yourself a you good laugh. Janana, you gotta lighten up, honey. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying you can't be black canary. I'm not saying you and Ka- Katie aren't equals. I'm not saying birds, boo woman power. Very pretty. And they're both pretty and you both good. contribute and the world would be a better We're place with both of you in it. Yes, I sign off on all of that. Here. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. Yeah. And the whole of the internet seemed to agree with me because I got more likes on my tweet than she got on hers. So, ha. <laughs> No, we're saying. I know. She thinks I was saying that they both can't be the black canary and that I'm a woman who doesn't understand that women can both be powerful. Can't you be in the same role? Yeah. Like, I got it. Like, draw straws. Maybe you just like. I'm black canary this week. Purple canary? canary What's wrong with purple canary? This week you're black. I'm white. The, like just, I'm just saying. Like the there land sisters understood that they required some differentiation. We've just lost it. Like Sarah came back from the dead. 
Right. And Laurel's like, hey, you can't be prancing I'm around okay black leather anymore, bitch, being, because I'm black I'm canary. Okay so here's your white suit. Network, but we need to have some sort It was of a whole moment. Individualization. I can't handle 750 of them all being black canary. That's just stupid. It's bad organization. I'm black canary. Like, would Which you one? Would you have an army full of like <laughs> Which one is dead? Like, I mean, black, no. black canary down. That's lost my black daughter. Canary. Which one? And then if you're like Zoe, it's like, well, then you just like, obliterated the reason for having a super secret superhero name. Can she be like, would, would Dinah, did we decide just, that Dinah was, was so, number five? Ask. And why or she was, was like, that that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. She number five. Like, what number? Like, we got to assign some numbers. <laughs> Sarah's number one. Like, I think if we go in then order. So Sarah's Laurel number one. Laurel one is two. Then we go Laurel number two. <laughs> Laurel, E1 Wait, Laurel is number Artemis? two. Because she was. Then we can go back and we'll have Evelyn Sarah number three like or number one white canary. <laughs> Evelyn oh, is three. fuck. I forgot that. Okay. So then we go. Okay. Okay. So, right. Okay, Sarah number Dinah's one, E1 Laurel number two, Evelyn's three, then Dinah's four. Laurel two is five. And then Black Canary, Siren, Zoe Evil six. Person is five. And then five. we go from there. And so Zoe what we six. have what we have there here is There! Was that hard? Dinah is Canary Four and Laurel Two is <laughs> Canary Five. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> canary five. <laughs> We did it! Ah! I'm still understand. Like, listen, here's the other thing. She did the mind blow emoji. She did the mind blow emoji. Like, wow. Like, it was total sarcasm. Like, you know when someone's using an emoji on you, no, it's, it's sarcasm. Not. Like, they isn't that so be. mind blowing <laughs> that they both can be black canary? Well, and the, no, no, the kissy. Fuck you. No, it's kissy. not. I get it. I can the add. Kissy. And then the she did kissy. the kissy. Here's what the I don't like I don't like passive aggressive emoji use. It's mind blow, but then it's kissy. Right. It's like, don't! Listen, if you're going to condescend me, don't try to use kissy face emoji to get yourself out of it. Just own your, just own your condescension, and I'll, I can handle I can take the heat. Bring it. I can take it. But I'm going to use passive-aggressive emojis on you back! I know. It's, Which it's I did. Classic. I used Winky it's Face. The original. It's the My best. favorite of all the passive-aggressive emojis. <laughs> I'm, I'm Gen X over here. I classic, like classic passive-aggressive emoji. Winky is the best. No. It's the best. Winky Face will never fail you in any circumstance. I do. Because sometimes you can use Winky Face and as that way an people earnest don't winky know what face. I mean. And they're like, what's she, what is she And doing? I do. Yeah. Like, we use that a lot. Well, a lot of times, like, I so notice Cal uses it because, like, people can't hear her tone, so she uses winky face, which she knows, like, you know, like maneuver. she's kidding. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm going to preempt your yelling. <laughs> See, winky face, not serious. And that's typically the way I use it. But and if someone comes face? at me with passive-aggressive okay, emojis. before we leave, before we end. Then I'm going to passive-aggressive back. I must discuss a little bit of Baby Yoda. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you have a funny Baby Yoda story? <gasps> Should I tell my funny story in which you were oh, my yes. husband? I was very ashamed. Oh, so my husband was trying to get us to watch The Mandalorian. Is that what it's called? And so he's like, let's watch The Mandalorian. And my daughter Lauren's like, can so we watch wrong. 2020 
instead about the switched babies. And my husband looks at me and he's it like, is shame. I blame you for the shame that this has brought upon our house. And I was like, in my defense, because I watched all of that shit. I watched 2020. I watched 48 hours. I watched Dateline. I love them. And now my daughter is starting to love them. Listen, and the baby switch Yoda. baby. But do you remember the switch baby story <laughs> with Kimberly? Anyways, he's the best. Okay, okay, go ahead, baby no, Yoda. What I was going to say, if Casey all I ain't knowing, that Funko is releasing a baby Yoda pop, and it's up for pre-order on yeah. Amazon. Now, I clicked pre-order on that so fast, to make your head spin. But it's like, yeah, it's. Like, it looks just like him. It's fantastic. It's Is it cute? <laughs> and it's not, like, coming out till May. But here's the thing about an oh Amazon gosh. pre-order. And this is why He's you're really not going to If you think you want this thing, go ahead and put your name on that pre-order. Because, A, everybody and their goddamn dog is going to be pre-ordering this thing. And if you want to get one without it selling out, I suggest get that pre-order in ASAP. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Here's another thing. Paying a hundred dollars for it off eBay. If the price ever is <laughs> where it's headed, guys, it's where it's headed. What you were originally agreed to pay for it—that's what you pay for it. So, yeah, you gotta. I'm gonna it's, actually it's, order it's one because my daughter loves pop. Up. And so, and oh, I, I I tweeted it. You might have to yes. tweet the link because I can't find him on yeah um, on my personal. Amazon. Um, but, on your personal, but no, I, it, and it charged me something like eight dollars and thirty three cents, like eight dollars and thirty three cents for Baby Yoda. That's a bargain. So listen, folks, go get yourself some Baby Yoda. It won't be out until May, but you'll have him. That is he a will bargain. come to your house, and he will live with you, and that's worth all the money in the world. So, oh, I also tweeted. Um, somebody did a song. To the tune of Hamilton's Dear Theodosia, but it was about Baby Yoda. And I tweeted that, and it's it's an amazing song, so you should listen to that and enjoy it. Seriously, he's the best. Okay. There's some really funny Baby Yoda memes. I fucking love Baby Yoda. Like a lot of really funny Baby Yoda memes. Yes. <laughs> I don't even watch the show, and all I care about is the Baby Yoda meme. Click Pre-order the- Baby Yoda. It's not letting me click the thingy. It is being extra. Off BuzzFeed. My computer is just being like super extra Boom. lately. Oh, there it is. 878 <laughs> pre-order. Done. Everybody is going to I'm just it. like, I, you I'm could just probably fully raffle that, that thing child and raise money thing. for for poor children. I'm telling you. And I don't want to spend. No. Nobody does. I don't. I didn't spend buy Jamie from Game of Thrones on Baby Yoda when I could, and now he's like five hundred dollars on eBay, and I'm like, what the hell? Well, do you remember? Like, listen, when they were re-releasing this Frozen two, I had like PTSD memories from Frozen yeah. one because yeah. every child under the age of six wanted to be Elsa for Halloween, Elsa, you and you could not this. get the Elsa dress. Wow. I had to order one off Etsy, like have it made. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. But like you could not get the Disney store version of it. It was like costing. I think I saw people spend like three, four hundred dollars on it. Yes. It was insane. It's kind of like it always reminds me of the Cabbage Patch craze when we were kids. Remember like Cabbage Patch dolls were like. Yeah. So or like that wasn't like 
uh, Tickle Me Elmo when it first came out. And then you know how I I just remember like hearing news stories of people like getting (laughs) beat up for Tickle Me (laughs) Elmo. Yeah. So I just, you know, I I was like, I am so happy that I do not have to fit my kid and find a freaking Elsa dress for her but like this year this time around i feel like they are prepared and there's so much prepared with this baby yoda they were woefully unprepared frozen the first frozen great length when we were down in san jose that's where i'm from folks in case you aren't aware we went to the mall on black friday because i don't know we're psychotic and we went down there and all the stores had like a little star wars display of like stuff you could buy and i was just like making note of like no Mandalorian, no Mandalorian. They were like trying to pass mm-hmm. off regular Yoda, like, hey, this will do. And I'm like, no, it won't. <laughs> All this stuff. And they ha- kept having like this stuff there. Like, there was like this droid I'd never seen before in my goddamn life. He was everywhere and nobody was buying it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And my son's all, oh, he's in the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. And I'm like, that's great. Where's Baby Yoda? Like, <laughs> This is somebody, I hope somebody at, at, at Star Wars or Disney or wherever is getting fired over this because this is, this is criminal marketing snafu. <laughs> it's stupid. Oh, I know. I, know, I have the answer to that. I know. I know something. So the reason why there but isn't any Baby thing. Yoda merchandise? It. <laughs> right. I don't feel that. like I just don't feel like that's a good enough excuse. What I feel like what they're doing is they're banking. I feel like they're banking on the movie to be bigger than the Mandalorian. And I think they're going to be disappointed. Um, right. This is all I'm saying. But like, like, couldn't have you have merchandise ready to go? Some merchandise. Like, they're really skipping no, the like Christmas season? Like, they can't, like, when did the like Mandalorian get released? As soon as Disney Plus went out right? is when it came out. Okay, like, so yeah, they early December, you have didn't. stuff shipped into warehouses. Up. Is that they really that hard? up, Jen. They fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want stuffed right? animals of Baby Yoda. I will buy That's so much to ask. Are y'all are allergic to? I'm checking to Target because I really want to know, like, here? if this is true. Like, guys, get your shit together. It feels like a poor. There ain't, there ain't nothing. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it's not out yet. I'm looking at Target. They have the Funko. There. Oh, no. it's not out yet. <laughs> Plush Baby Yoda. I know. Isn't getting released right? until April, right? And it reminds what the me is this? when, wow, Star when Wars, the first Star Wars way came to epically out, they fail, way either. to screw the pooch, <laughs> and they had to sell empty boxes at Christmas. They'd sell like an empty box saying, "Here, in a few months, you can mail in this coupon, <laughs> and we'll send you all these action figures." But we don't have them right now, but we want to make money for Christmas. So here, buy this empty box. And this is exactly what it feels like, except where's my empty box? I don't even have that. Like, where's my fucking baby Yoda? Come. <laughs> Guys. I want my box. Um, so hilariously, Adam Driver, they've been having him 
do the rounds. He's a funny guy. I he's got still, like four movies coming out. It's like the year of Adam Kylo Driver. Ren, but it's he's funny kind guy. of insane. Like it's a lot of Adam Driver. <laughs> um, so they were like asking him about the likelihood of, of Raylo. <laughs> and he was like, well, he was like, I understand. Obviously, I am sympathetic towards Kylo Ren. He's like, but when I step outside of it and analyze it, which I don't, which <laughs> I thought was the best, he said, <clears throat> sorry, he said, but I feel like right? a man who slaughtered Hello? his entire class Stop is probably not the people? best boyfriend material. He's bad news. Like, people who are like, well, but Oliver's a murderer. Oliver is a pussycat compared to <laughs> Kylo Ren. Pussy cat. Oliver. Okay, listen. Let's just get to. You know. All right. You can be. Uh, you can fall in love with a murderer. Ooh, sorry, folks. That's okay. If they're sorry. <laughs> like Stefan. Very sorry. Was very sorry. Oliver and he was still sorry. killed bad people. So that but automatically makes his kind of murdering sort of moral. And he's still sorry. Kylo Ren killed his Kylo father. Ren is not so sorry. And I don't think we can get him to a sorry like, fast enough time frame within a two hour movie. Listen, I can where I can, I can buy Ray being like, I love you. I can maybe buy I can buy Kylo Ren being Kylo in love with her. Like the turn towards redemption. Like he does a good thing and this this is going to set him towards the path of good. But Right. But like, here's, you're not going to have sex and a bunch of babies, so everyone just settle down. That's what fanfic is No, for. guys. No. No. We are supposed to like Ray, aren't mm-hmm. we? And if mm-hmm. She... Mm-hmm. No. 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 Oh, he... you know, they're the worst. Well, he's kind they're of like worst. a man baby, as all Skywalker men are. And he's not... He's not, and listen, if you can't acknowledge that all Skywalker men are basically the worst thing ever, including Luke, go back and watch the first Star Wars. Luke was a whiny bitch baby the entire movie. (laughs) Okay. Now we're on Star Wars. If you guys want to sign off, we're going to talk about Star Wars right now. Go for it. My friends and I were We're done with Arrow. Now Star Star Wars. Wars. Like, we'd, like, watch it on the weekends, like, over and over and over again. We were obsessed. Okay. Big time Star Wars fans. And it became like our thing that we'd say when one of us was whining. We'd go, "Oh, his R two unit has a bad motivator," and then we'd be like, "Okay, fine," you know, because they were calling whoever was whining Luke Skywalker. Like my hate—well, hate's probably a strong word—my disregard of Luke as a whiny little bitch has been a thing since. The early 90s, at least. I mean, before then, I probably knew it, but I just wasn't paying as close attention. And then those prequels came out and we saw Anakin. And we're like, wow, he's a whiny little bitch, too. Because he was kind of like, oh, I hate sand. Bleh. And it was just terrible. And... So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, poor Hayden Christensen. Did I to say that shit? Oh... Oh, it was I don't understand why they always so blame the actor they were for bad writing. Time fucking the actor didn't the write it. Skywalker that wasn't a it's fucking George Lucas. That's his fault. Leia got shit done. 
to Leia. Leia gets shit done. And Leia, like, everyone's like, like oh, have Luke, you met Luke Skywalker? would go off to an island and pout. That's not Luke Skywalker. That is totally Luke Skywalker. That is the it's most so Luke Skywalker I have ever seen Luke ridiculous. Skywalker be. And, and listen, 100%. Exactly what he would have done. Bitch, quit the your Jedi ordered it. And the, like, this is, Yoda was even like, bitch, that this was is, you are such, such a whiny little piece so of nonsense. Like, even Yoda was just laughing at him. Invested like, you're in so Rey ridiculous, being Luke. Skywalker, too, because I was like, she's like Princess Leia. The Skywalker women get shit done. The Skywalker men sit around and bitch. You know, and that's well, she looks like, like, I feel she like looks not like making her Natalie Skywalker Portman, which I don't is feel is a an colossal, accident. colossal mistake. Yeah, it's stupid. It's well, stupid. I get what they're saying. They're trying no, to be like, I we all can have the force. Blah blah blah. I don't really. I don't need to have the force. Yeah, exactly. Well, and isn't that like wasn't that already true? Because there were other Jedi's who weren't Skywalkers. So like well, we and, got that, but we're just more invested in this particular branch. It's like the it's like guys, the British it's like the British royal family. The yeah, Walker there's other royalty saga. in the so world, but we're all super invested in this crazy Skywalker. Group. This is bullshit. Ben Solo could suck my nuts. I'm so pissed. I feel like it's going to be a lot about Ben Solo. (laughs) I don't have as much. See, you are like like madly in love with Han Solo. I don't have like. Yeah, I was not. I'm just like and not as. Can you imagine? I was like, just not. Can you imagine Mia killing Oliver? I know. I was just like, oh, little patricide. Cool. Cool story. <laughs> well, right. I'm super emotionally invested in that relationship. So I totally understand like, why you were like, the Kylo Ren must die. But I'm like, you know, <laughs> he that's killed totally ain't so bad. Han Solo, <laughs> that's some fucking bullshit. I'm never going <laughs> to forgive him. Ugh. Gross. Like, I'm not no, like I'm one. Like, my point is with Raylo, I don't think that they can make it happen in a realistic way. But, like, if they keep Ben Solo alive and it's like, no, hey, like he's, like, say, like 60 Ray years from now, like maybe he marries Ray. Yeah, I could buy that. <laughs> and that'd be fun because I think that would be hilarious to watch all the Raylo shippers. <laughs> no, did you hear? Because everybody wants. That's not going to happen. It's still Disney. Uh, <laughs> Finn and Poe to be boyfriends. Mm-mm. Like, that's been, like, a thing. I can see it. But I also liked Ray and Finn. So I was like, no. But uh, I mean, I can see it. <laughs> but but yeah, so am I. But listen, they and said so okay, so they're not going to be I'm pretty much cool with Ray being with nobody. Abram said, but there will be some LGBT representation. So I was like, so then I think like we're gonna have Ray. Not, like, are we like, are we like getting because it kind of explains why he doesn't want to jump. Kylo Ren's bones, I guess. I don't know. I'm just hoping for that. I don't think so. I think I think that they'll just leave unresolved sexual tension. That's fine. Adam Driver is like one of those people where I like I feel like he should, I can't with Kylo I should Ren. not find him attractive, I but yet I do. With Kylo Ren. I have like this block. I think it's a lot. Of, I'm sure. I think it's it a lot it's about just, his height. It's no. I think it's mm. a lot about his height mm. for me. The height thing. Mm. I like tall guys. I like him. And those big broad <laughs> shoulders. That's my type. 
No, I like I like I Adam Driver. Know. Just to, just to be. I don't know. I'm just I not as Driver, bothered yes. by him. I, I know everybody is like, oh, yes, he's yes. evil. He's the Antichrist. I'm like, I don't know. Kylo Ren. It's just like that's a big fat fucking nope. I can't. Right. Oh God, Anakin was the fucking worst. I know. But see, like I was like pretty soft on Anakin, and I was like, oh, you know, he redeemed himself at the end. It's cool that he killed a bunch of babies. Like I just like I just was just like when it comes to Star Wars, like if the movie tells me something, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't, don't question kill it at one all. Half of my ship. Like I don't this care is the way it is. You are. Like oh, cool. <laughs> Does it make any sense? I don't care. I don't analyze. I'm like so Adam Driver. I like how Adam Driver's like I don't analyze this shit. I got a life. Like I'm like well, I analyze it a little bit more because I don't have a life. But also. But also, you should watch about the Star Wars. Be like, super, like, no, this is what it must be. I mean, if 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 no, Ben, if if Kylo and Ray have hot hot sex, I'm probably gonna so be like, mad. okay. <laughs> I know this is gonna make everyone's heads explode. <gasps> you, Chad, are Raylo, which is I'm like I'm not really Raylo. I'm just more like I do what Star Wars tells me. <laughs> So like if Star Wars tells me that Ray and and Kylo are toxic, I'm like, yeah, what percent they are, absolutely. Because it is, I'm so very easily good. swayed in either direction when it comes to Star Wars. I do want to watch it. Well, that's the reason why I told my husband stop because right I was finishing my Arrow reviews. Can we have a round of applause for Jen finishing and catching up on her Arrow reviews? Look at you. I was so hyper dramatic. I posted six or eight oh six right before eight oh seven started. I know. It's like what a drama queen. Um, no, he kept wanting to freaking start that show, and I was like, I'm gifting here, which requires a modicum of attention. I was like, I don't want to well, like be doing something while I'm watching really this. It really is just like good story. So we watched twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Every time he's on screen, I'm I know I'm like, excited. Oh. I'm really excited about Baby Yoda. My baby, my child. <gasps> I think in January. I know. Maybe February. Do you know when Anne with an E season three comes out on Netflix? Okay. Well, cool. I mean, I read the books. <laughs> I know. I'm really. Ex- I like. I'm totally spoiled <laughs> on it. I've just watched everything on YouTube a hundred times, so that's fine. Okay, where are we at? We're at 157. Oh, we could have totally stopped 157, but I didn't because I missed it. Okay, so next week is the beginning of Crisis. So if you thought I was weak on plot at this point, it's going to get worse. I have no idea what's going on. Not even a little bit. So I think we'll probably... I think the plan is... (sighs) We don't have a plan. It's the plan. Right. It's, I kind of need to Stay watch tuned. the first one to be like, okay, do we need a podcast every day? Do we need to Too do much. it at the end yeah, of the week? Can't. I don't know. So I think if we try to do it at the end of the week, it's going to be like an eight-hour podcast. So we might have to break this well, up I'm a little bit. I'm glad that it's one a day. But luckily, I'm actually like really Sunday, glad that they broke this Monday, up and it's three Tuesday. and two. Boom. Yeah. 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 I'm like, why? Yeah, that makes me? life easier. <laughs> the next go around is going to be back to back in one night. So that's going to be a lot. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense because it was like it's Monday, Tuesday. What Just have uh, have whatever is the last episode on the Tuesday. What, they don't listen to me. What days, what days they need to listen to me. I'm a smart person. But they don't. I'm confused. 
I don't know. What are you going to do? Sometimes. All Possibly multiple times. We'll be talking next week. <laughs> Probably At back to Yoda. <laughs> right. And who knows where the conversation will lead. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. We'll always find a way to get back to Baby Yoda. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.